This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever. Dog. First choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's up? My name's hey. Big Dipper, and I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> oh, that's a $10 million rap right there. <laughs> um, So, we are... Is this thing salty? It's a salt lamp. No, no, don't lick it. Coronta. Well, speaking of the Coronta, she better don't. Coronta, she better don't. Dracon is canceled. (laughs) Who do you think is more canceled? Allison Mossy or Dracon? Or, well, or me after uh, I say that. (laughs) The author behind Allison Mossy. Yes. First of all, uh, th- hello, th- hello. <laughs> this is uh, me, Ball and Big Dipper, and we um we didn't talk about Sherry Pie and the whole fiasco of everything that was going on on our last week's episode because literally I was texted the information as we were recording with right. Mayhem, so there was no way to like stop and talk about it. But I feel like and it all in real time all trickled out that day. Yeah, that and our episode then came out. Now NBC had a thing like earlier this week, so now there's eight people coming for. Like, there's just a lot of new information, and I feel like now we're at a point where we can actually discuss our thoughts. On yeah. It. So we're gonna talk like this for a little bit, and then you'll get the rest of the episode we a recorded regular full episode with Abora later. Yeah. So, Meatball, so, as a sociopath, how do you feel about that behavior? You, well, here, as a sociopath, never leave a paper trail. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Never let Cash, them know. only talk in person. Only in person, through the Venmos. No, I mean, through, just hearing- No Venmos. Hearing the, the, the original BuzzFeed article mm-hmm. I posted on my Instagram, or on my Twitter, it was like, y'all need to read this, because it's-, it's crazy and it's real you know buzzfeed you never think of as like real journalism but the way that they like went through that the the proceedings they really sort of showed a timeline so they showed like this is behavior that she kept doing kept repeating and building on and the the thing that you and i sort of like I mean, I guess I guess we start with like the idea of predatory behavior is really fucked up. Yes. Um, it obviously when you repeat that behavior, you're like learning. And he was like learning how to be a better predator mm-hmm. and was like trying his scenario in multiple different ways with multiple different victims. Mm-hmm. The the tricky thing about it, and I think it's the part that like people are just sort of like jumping at, is like 
I don't even know, but like I'm curious about where the legality is. Uh, yeah, because we're all referring to it, and we're all referring to it as catfishing. Catfishing. Some people are saying sexual, sexual. misconduct, which I think is a word used when like you sort of do something inappropriate or not um, celebrated. Yeah, <laughs> like well, something I've also bad. Heard sexual manipulation. Oh, which sure. It was, I think, but it's. It, does any of this go to the court? Is any of this right? Like, like I, I don't you, think I don't any know, of it I'm, is arrestable. We were ta- we were talking on the phone, and I was like, "Well, I guess if she was impersonating a person who was real, that's considered fraud." Yes, but she was just captured. It was a made up person. Character. Yeah, it's it's very strange. It's the whole thing to me is wild. the The length that which they went to catfit or to mm-hmm. to. Uh, be a predator and manipulate these people. I mean, they wrote a play. We want to read the play. I want the pl- I want the sides to the play. It is a full-length play called Bulk, and it is about a person who does steroids and grows muscle until they're so big that they fill the room. Which I said is such, like, as a kid who went to theater school, is such a log line for, like, um, an experimental new work. Yes. Well, also- it's like, you know, so big that they fill the room, and you're like, okay, poetic. <laughs> I know, but also, as somebody who was in theater, I was like, why wouldn't they just do it like Bradley Cooper and the Elephant Man, where it's just physicality? Like, why would they have right. to do the steroids? Wear all the suits, do, wear the, the, steroids. do the steroids. I mean, I guess the fucked up thing is like... She made someone do steroids. She made someone do steroids. She paid, paid for, for someone's steroids. There's a lot of like alleged swirling behavior. I guess the real, I guess, I guess obviously the act is fucked up. Yes. The real thing that is the most challenging thing, and I think the thing that like literally everyone who is hearing this, including you and I mm-hmm. in this room, is guilty of at some point in their life, is like hearing something fucked up. And people being like, well, that's just sort of how that is. And we all go like, okay. Like, yeah. you know, like, if like wh- I play a gig out of town and like you hear that the bar owner like is shitty to like the drag queens and like calls them like a bad name or whatever. And everyone goes like, oh, no, that's, that's just Brian. Like that's yeah. just. How- and we all just go like, oh, okay. Things in Texas yeah. are wild. So it's like it's. I feel like the general consensus, especially in New York and in the drag world, is like people knew that Sherry had been involved with some like weird fucked up thing and some catfishing thing, but like no one. Well, and then the other thing I kept hearing is everyone being like, why don't why don't the producers vet these girls harder and da 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 da. That shit is hard. How are you supposed to know about something that, yes, someone was doing before, but unless they had been calling Sherry out publicly numerous times beforehand, and apparently there was some rumblings that like people knew of this behavior, but, but I no bet those one was rumblings, out there saying. And those rumblings didn't pop off until she she, she came, came back. back, and that's when the rumor mill really started that because she had been it was on like, Well, now she's going to go far in it, and so let's take her down a peg, but it's like... How was anyone vetting this supposed to know that right. that was supposed to happen? So that, I mean, that is the really tricky situation. It's 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 hard because it's so many people who all had, I read, you know, some of the accounts of um, the people that this happened to, like, they said, 
Yeah, I chalked it up to like youth and naive naivete, naivete. and um, you know, I brushed it off and like it doesn't bother me anymore. And other people, it like really took a toll on. I think that would have very much taken a toll on me. I mean, I I was that young actor in right. New York. Like I was in school for that. You were I, that young actor, unemployed, unemployed, just not booking anything. <laughs> Right. And, well, bul- and you were bulking on your own, but it do- was pizza. Was, it was food. <laughs> I was thinking it the wrong way. I would have never been in bulk. Yeah. I I just think like when someone tells you that like oh we're casting for an HBO thing or anything yeah, like you that, get excited. you get excited and you're willing to do even almost now anything we're and fucking jaded and like horrible about the industry. But if someone's like, hey, actually we could pitch this into a TV show, you go like. Well, okay, let's do it because the- But now I don't talk about it. Right. <laughs> just, it's always so sad. Right. But it's just so wild. Like, I don't know. I mean, to prey on people like that is. Do you think it would be in poor taste, like, if we could get our hands on the sides? I don't <laughs> think it would be bad at all. I think we should read it. We should do a stage reading. Well, who has it? I mean, unfortunately, the only people who have it are all the people who. It was a bad, a very bad well, situation. Well, I also heard that there was, and this is alleged. Release the emails, Release Sherry. the emails. No, it was, this is also alleged that one of the things that she was saying was that they were going to do a live action Nightmare Before Christmas musical. Sickening. So it's like, come in here, Jack Skellington, sit down, read, sing, take your dick out. <sighs> what are you laughing at? That was funny. It's hard. I mean, it just. I don't know how to talk about this because it's, it's one, the situation is insane. Right. What she did was horrible. I mean, I can make another off-color joke, but you can talk about it in whatever way you want, being uh, given your past. Raped. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just, we just want to make a safe space. We're just trying to... I just... I, I mean, people have been asking us and wanted us to talk about it on the podcast. We talked about it. I don't know what else to say. What she did was terrible. It was awful. Should they cancel this season? No, because that I would don't be know, such a disservice be to those other 12 girls. The other people worked really hard, so to take it away. But I will say that I did just watch the episode to her first episode last night, and they do cut to her a lot. Like, oh, that episode think, was written for her to win. I think she is, like, a darling yes. of the show. And I am very curious if maybe with, like, episode four, we'll they have- start going back in and, like, removing her quips mm-hmm. and putting in, you know, like, giving Jan a better edit or doing something. Like, like based on that episode, I was like, oh. Jay- she's in the pocket. I was like, she's in the pocket. But also, I was like, if Jada Essence Hall does not win this whole <laughs> competition <laughs> i was like that woman is made for she's, a crown i you know the thing about jade essence hall is that she's very into her shoulders and she is the essence of beauty and she is the <laughs> essence of beauty when she walked in i was like jesus christ i know the one wild. thing i will say i mean this isn't a uh, r- drag race podcast and i always say that before i start talking about drag race did the light just flash yeah it does when we talk about drag race <laughs> She's, we're at Willem's. It's in the room. We're, oh, yeah, we're in Willem's studio, so we're across the street from World of Wonder. And they heard and they you. Have, they smelled you over They here. can smell me coming in because they smelled fried chicken, and they I'm sure that they have this place. Blocked. I wanted to go to Gus's. You should have invited me. We could have gone were now. I know. I'm free now. Okay. Um. Yeah, I got sweet tea because we were going to spill some. <laughs> and then you spill it on the floor. Wait, I just, I also want to know, like, here. How are you, how, okay, 
So she's in this whole season, and she goes far. I so mean, we have to watch. We have to watch her. We have to watch her be good at the and show, be edited to be the funny, right? Charismatic, great person. And that's the thing about the whole thing is like, it's wild how likable she. I was. I wonder if like VH1 could make a public statement where they like. Well, there was one before the episode, right? No, but I'm saying. It, it, this is the entertainment industry, which means it is an industry which means it's fueled by money. So mm-hmm. the reason the show is on television is because it money. sells ad space. So VH1 did not can the show, and they can say, kumbaya, we're doing it for the opportunity of these um, 12 other amazing artists. To sell the ads. But it, they're keeping the programming on to sell the ads. The other T is, So my curiosity my mind- is, could they, could they make a public statement where they say, we're going to donate... X amount of dollars to this nonprofit, but from our ad sales, that's like a sexual misconduct or assault survival nonprofit. Yeah, I don't think that. I mean, that might ease the burn of having. Or to what watch if they just it. blur Sherry for the entire season? Oh my god! It's oh just, my god! What do you do? What do you do with a full cast when one person is like really making the whole thing go south? What do you do with a full cast, cast of queens when the one person makes the whole thing go south and you're hungry and a little bit of money and your daddy's gone somewhere smoking rock now in and out of lockdown. I ain't got a job now. So for you, this is just a grand time. But for me, this is what I call life. Diva. Diva. Um, so I guess That's tweet it. Meatball with all of your nasty comments about the way that we processed this. Okay. <laughs> well, here's what I want to say before we go. And like, we're this humorous. Was, we're humorous. <laughs> we were having a good time. I think that we didn't say anything untoward. Sure. Um, I guess if anything was accidentally offensive. You know what I found did interesting? Did we blame the victims? No. No. Well, you know what I found interesting? But we did say we'd want to read the play, which uh, well, is sort uh, of rubbing yeah. it in their face. She wrote a full-length play for a it's long time. It's an con. anthropological study about like a, a wild person who would go to any length. That's the thing that I'm so obsessed about this, is that it's like an episode of Law & Order SVU, which is my favorite TV yes. show. It's dun, like dun. all this, like you see this person, and they're doing well, and they're this amazing performer, and they're doing that, but everyone has like some something going on literally the the amount of times where you're like oh you could have said i wrote a play would you do it and just be yourself and have these people know what the play is and like read the sides in front of you uh literally hire a sex worker if you want someone to flex and jerk off in front of you like do steroids yourself but if you want to do steroids. Like, that wasn't it. it there was, was something else. It was they about wanted. the manipulation. Yeah, it was about the emailing back and forth. It was about getting them to do these things right. for this role. Because everything that Sherry was trying to achieve at the end of the day, that was the sexual fantasy, could have be could have been achieved in a really like above board transactional like put on your dating profile like I'm into muscular guys or hire a sex worker who will flex for you like all of those things could have been achieved mm-hmm. but she chose to go this devious villainous route because I think that was a part of it as well but do you also think and like I'm not trying to play devil's advocate or anything but sounds like, like it maybe in her mind she felt that what she was doing was actually harmless because there was no no one was getting 
It's psycho her? though because she was dangling opportunity. I think it would have been a really different thing if she was catfishing someone like on a dating website yes. where where you are hurting someone. But no, she was- by dangling and promising, I think the one thing said that they were going to promise nine hundred dollars a week and. Uh, room and board in New York. Mm-hmm. So if you dangle that over a young person who's looking for opportunity, I'm gonna sign that contract. Yeah, that's wild. I was listening to Bob and Monet on sibling rivalry, oh, which I don't do very it? often, but they just they released one I think yesterday new or today. Microphones, no. their sound system still no. bad. Okay. Yeah, uh, but Bob was saying that in her Meet the Queens, Sherry says, "I love villains." Mm. And he was also like, Sherry loved to dress up like villains in New York. Like, she would always she dress did. up like the she Joker and the Penguin. Well, you know the thing is, is I I'm a, I was a Sherry. Oh, I remember when she was announced, girl, you were like jacking your dick to it. I Well, sending her <laughs> videos. And I, no, I've, she's painted my face before. Like, we, ah! like, I've hung out with her. Oh, did you write some emails with her? No, none of that. But it was just like, it's, you, you could know someone and like not even know them. But anytime I was in New York, I would always go to a Sherry Pie show. They're good shows. Yeah. Catfishing her weekly show partner. How dare. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, DragCon's canceled, so you won't see me there. I just lost a lot of money. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to, uh, and coronavirus, so like the podcast is the spot because. Yeah, come to the podcast because I guess we're not doing shows no more. So you can listen to us in the safety of your own home while you're wrapped up in like gauze and Theraflu. Listen, order your uh, toilet paper online because stores are sold out. And order your Sloppy Seconds t-shirt and stickers. Has uh, anyone bought that? Yeah, actually we've sold uh, quite a few. Yeah, Yes! I should, I should give you the money for yes! that. So go to. Meatland.bigcartel.com and you can get the stickers and the t-shirt from the pickle. Sickening. So thank you so much and enjoy this full episode that is about to happen featuring our guest, Abora! Hello! It's me, Meatball, and I'm here with Big Dimmer for Sloppy Seconds, you stupid little slops, you stupid little fucks, you dirty little sloppy little fucks. Isn't that how I start? We haven't recorded in three weeks. It it's feels been a so long weird. time. I was actually thinking about that because I was going up to update our spreadsheet. You know me, I like to keep a spreadsheet. I don't know how to read. A Google Doc. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, it's been like a long time. I went to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone knows because there was a minute and a half advertisement for <laughs> every episode. Correct. Um, but my Well, one thirty, sh- you know? My show went really well. You just hit the skip button six times. You, my show went really well, and I did. Um, uh, did you see the video that I posted of me and my friends dancing? Yeah, you look great. We did it too. Talk about being outdanced by your backup dancers, though. <laughs> yeah, that's why their their job is dancing, and my job is rapping and dancing. Ooh, baby! Uh, Elliot Glazer commented on this: "You're so brave." <laughs> It may have been a DM, but I think it could have been a comment on it. I was like, I thank you. I dance in my with my butt out. I'm trying to think of anything that I've done since. You went to time. Houston for a straight wedding. I went to a wedding. Oh my god, it was so funny. So I my friends were are very cool and I had known them from New York and when they lived in New York they were very hip and cool and they still are. But me and Michael got Are they your hip and cool friends? Yes. Got it. We got fun suits. Yeah, because like, you're fun faggots. We're very gay. And so <laughs> we showed up like 
15 minutes after we were supposed to. We weren't late, but we anyway, we like stroll in and Michael's in like a teal suit with like a bolo tie and cowboy boots. And I'm in like this red plaid and we look around and everyone's in black and gray. And I just went, it's okay, we're gay. And everyone (laughs) laughed and we just like sat down and I was like, thank God I got it off my chest. I didn't want him to know. And then Michael tried to get us kicked out of the wedding because it was in an old abandoned firehouse and he... They had the fire pole like gated off upstairs, but he went upstairs and just jumped over the gate and slid down the pole. That sounds like a huge thing. I know. Well, I would have, but the suit was a little tight. I had it tailored to perfection. Ooh. I also shot a music video. Oh, right. And I was there for one day of it. I do want, I want to show you a few images and I would love for you to like describe what you see. Should we bring the guest in to help me describe? Okay, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we have. It's very exciting. We have one of my very good friends. Can't believe we got her. It's always busy. Who knows how it's going to go? A seamstress <laughs> and a psychopath. It's a moron. Sloppy podsters. <laughs> oh. a seamstress and a psychopath. Yeah. Wait, and the biggest see. title you forgot. Drag queen of the, the year. Winner. Winner. Oh, Aborta. That was so oh, long wait. ago. Was it even a year ago? It wasn't even a full year, was no. it? It was 10 months ago. It was 10 oh. months I have, ago. I have two more Yeah, we months. want you to eat that It's really mic. been oh, 10 months. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been a year and I haven't done anything. Which is kind of a funny thing. But it's kind of what we what you said you were gonna do if you won. <laughs> right. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, you said <laughs> we were like, what are you gonna do? And you're like, I hope I can contribute to the death of drag yeah, if I win this competition. That's right. <laughs> the corrosive acid just pouring on top of the industry. You that's are me. the coronavirus <laughs> of drag. Well, can I ask you something? Because I was actually there at the pageant. How long did it take you to <laughs> How long was prepare? the pageant? Well, the pageant was eight and a half hours long, and I got two good naps in. How long did it take you to prepare? The day before. The day before. And I had plenty of time during the plan. Wait, what the do you mean? She didn't prepare anything. No, no yeah, not you really. did because you had outfits that fit the theme. Yeah, I I had a wardrobe were, ready. Okay, that's what I meant. The, yeah. ga- the gown she worked on. The, the gown, gown was up incredible. Until the last minute, yeah. yeah. Cause well, the for people zipper? who didn't see it, you were in a <laughs> zipper. Wait, which gown are we talking? I'm about? I'm talking about the, the one circus, the, the stuffed animal, the one, stuffed animal oh. one, the one that looks like roadkill. Yeah, I like that one a lot. The the zipper on the back, it looked like shit on shit on shit. Like it looked like a pile Gee, of thanks. shit. But wow. then when you okay. no listen, when you looked closer, five out of five stars. It was <laughs> five Michelin stars for my roadkill shit on shit. Zipper. Like if you looked at the silhouette, you were like, wow, that's an amazing ball gown. And then if you looked at the materials, it looked like you like dipped yourself in, in glue and then rolled around on the floor mm-hmm. somewhere Gee. and everything stuck to you. And then if you looked closer, it was so intricately crafted. Like the zipper to zip you in was not a straight up the back. It was like a zigzag. It was even hard to get you into the yes. garment, yes. which was all part of the like really brilliance of the way it was designed. Oh, thank well, you. I think that's the brilliance of the work because I was explaining to someone, they were like, I just don't understand. Like her makeup's not that good. And I was like, that's because you haven't looked at like a picture of her makeup. And then I like pulled out your Instagram and I was like, this is all completely intentional. Every line. I remember saying that to you when you were like living with me too. I was like, your makeup is so beyond good. Who said my makeup wasn't good? I'm not going to name <laughs> names. Name. I'm not going to name We can say it off names. the air. I'll tell you later. And then I can uh, call them. Yeah. Call, call them. We'll call them you out have their and number. you can call them. Oh, they're your roommate. No, I'm just kidding. Ah! 
<laughs> Wait, no, this is, I want to uh, oh, yeah, show you these the, photos. Oh, yeah. Back okay. to your music video. So yeah, here, well, this is an there amazing. There was a dog named Crouton on set the day that I showed up, and that dog hated me. Crunchy little Crouton. It was a Brussels Griffon, my dream oh. animal. Who do you see there? Who is that drag queen? That's Sarah Andrews. Sarah? Oh, see. Cash Pig. Doesn't oh, she look incredible? I didn't even recognize her. Yeah. She yeah. looks so good. Just yeah. hot. So that's her and some Sarah daddy. Sarah Andrews in full like S&M and there's a daddy next to her and she looked like she was whipping his belly. Yeah, leather corset um, okay. clad. How about this? That is, I don't, it's a man in a leather vest and, he, and a top hat. He's I nodding. thought he was oh, wearing a, a pirate hat. hat. It's a cowboy it's hat. It's a cowboy hat. I thought okay. it was a pirate hat too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's going on? Uh, okay, and then okay. there's a fatty oh, in a jock shop. Roses. Gaming him flowers. Oh, and then he <laughs> spanks him with the flowers. <laughs> what a twist. How much were those roses? I don't know. I didn't buy them. Probably the bargain bin, like after Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day sale. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like. The mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code SloppySeconds50 at Factormeals.com slash SloppySeconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Um, I was in Santee Alley on the day before Valentine's Day, and I was stuck at a street corner for 30 minutes because everyone just parked their cars in the middle of the street to get flowers. They were like, we'll just pause. And then this is the last image. This look, was everyone actually nude? Look. How many dicks were out? How many dicks were out on your set? So How many dicks? This is 
That of, must have smelled. This is kind of beautiful. All it, their it butts actually, are pointed at you like when a flower. They, when everyone did take their clothes off, it like immediately smelled like ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, there's five butts facing me. Yeah, there's just a ring of butts facing Dipper, and Dipper is looking up at a camera. There's an aroma in the air. And I I, think, I feel like I would have been like, bah, and thrown up on someone's back. It was really fun. <laughs> and the then there's... Um, and Your then, phone case is giving me and very we did stupid that. love vibes. Do you like stupid love? Isn't that how it goes? I mean, I've stayed out of it. It, it the, the video seemed kind of cheap to me. They yeah. shot it on an iPhone. But I mean, that's fine. I the don't care about that, but though. the wardrobe didn't. The wardrobe was very, it seemed like it was put together like on a Dolls Kill wish Listen, list I have budget. nothing against Dolls Kill. Nothing I wrong with Dolls company. Kill. I love no, them. No, and if they would like to sponsor me or Meatball, we would <laughs> love to have that. They're on our side. Who who would you say like if you had to give like five pop culture inspirations, who are they? Um, I don't know why Grace Jones popped into my head for Fisher Black. the top. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for those listeners who don't know, yeah. you've very, never very seen me before. <laughs> Book me for a surprise. Darker than me. <laughs> She's like, "Book me for the Nubia tour." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, Grace Jones. Um, Love Grace. Grace Jones, David Bowie, um T. And of course, you know, Marilyn Manson. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Um uh 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 Annie Lennox and um uh Robert Smith from The Cure. Oh. oh, I see that. You used to dress more like him. You had darker hair, I think. I did, and um, I'm starting to dress more like him more as I like give up on this um, human form. Yes, as I ascend <laughs> my to corpor- goth heaven. My corporeal state is soon to be over. <laughs> um, you know, dating in LA is hard, and it changes your identity, so I strayed away from wearing makeup and stuff for a long time, and now I'm starting to say, fuck it, I don't care. Meaning yeah, you were you, trying to get dick and it wasn't happening because was, of the, I don't know, do you date people with dicks? Uh, yeah, dicks or, you know, vaginas or anything in between. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty open about that. Yeah. I'm um, pretty flexible. But did you find it harder to date? I hate asking drag queens. Is it hard to date as a drag queen? Because like, I know the answer is yes. It is hard, Um, but I don't think that the makeup was the problem. I think the problem was my confidence level. Okay. Yeah. Too confident? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you strike me as such a confident person. You walk into every room, you're like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, die. That, that die, 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 die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you die, you <laughs> die. You're all right. <laughs> um, uh, underneath all that, yeah, there's a very um, uh, 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 unsure person. Huh. What apps did you use? Gother? Um, I wish there was a Gother. Oh, um, I thought that was real. No. You, I, but there, I there wish. Could be, right? Well, what has your dating history been um, so far in LA since you moved here, what, like three, four years LA, ago? Yeah, it's been a mishmash of just casual encounters that never really go anywhere. I think, I don't think I'm the first person to have this situation, and I don't think I'll be the last, but it's just. 
a bunch of random encounters that don't seem to go anywhere. And then when I want more, they pull away. When I want less, they cling. And yeah. it's like there's never been a perfect ratio to that. And yeah. maybe I'm just not putting myself out there. Because I complain a lot. I'm like, nobody wants to talk to me. But how many people do I go and talk to? Exactly. Nobody. It's 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 abysmal. It's abysmal. And everyone's just um, too shy, I think, to go out there and try it. It's a I think we're in a what's your age? I'm I'm 29, so yeah. I'm about to be not Dead. cute anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think we're I think we're all I'm older than both of you, but I think we're mm, all Lord knows. Yeah, exactly. But I think we're all still of that sort of generation where like um, you know, someone who's 24, 22, 23, 24, like they really only know dating and meeting people when, through, yeah. through apps and social, and media. social media. We're sort of still on the cusp where like there was some a little bit of time where you felt like in your teenage years. I can right? say I can say when I started going out when I was about 18 years old, this was on the cusp of Grinder coming out. Uh-huh. And nightlife in North Carolina was so vibrant. There was everybody of every walk of life and you could just go out and dance with your shirt off and meet somebody that night and make out with three different people and then it would be this like wonderful experience that you can go home with and then like a year or two later Grinder came out and those same vibrant clubs were wastelands and nobody was there and it was abysmal. That's so crazy because what I just remember when I was living in New York, every club was like full of opportunity. And mm -hmm. if it if you couldn't find it at like the Ritz, you were just like, all right, well, we're going to take hop a cab and go up to therapy. And if there wasn't anyone that like you could just keep jumping. But now I don't think anyone has the stamina or, or like ability to keep club. We're hopping. just all tired. Yeah, we're all tired. <laughs> and it's just like, what's the point? And then that's when Grinder came out. And I like you said, it was just like all of a sudden everyone had it, and they were like, "I use it to talk to my friends. I'm on it all the time." And I'm like, "I know exactly what talk you're to doing. My you're not talking to your fucking friends. <laughs> These aren't your fucking friends." So, and I was really late. These are your fucking friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was super late to joining Grinder. I like didn't join it until like five years after it came out. When did you join it immediately? I was I late. I think uh, I think I was on Grinder when I lived in Chicago, but it may have been six months, and I was like. No one is here for me. I haven't yeah. had Grinder for years. Oh, really? Like over a decade. But he's on other apps. For yeah, fat. okay. I, like I, for I use for, for fatties. Big old for fatties. For fat chubbos. Okay. Like yeah. Them. Is there an app called Chubbos? I don't know, but chubbos. I'm really trying to get Chubbos, chubbos. into the vernacular. It should just be Chubbs. Chubbs with a Z. Chubbs with a Z. If you're an investor, listen, I we got an idea. have an idea. We have no programming ability. We just have loud mouths and winning personalities. Message your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I use Chubbs to so message, message my, my friends. friends. Keep in touch with old college roommates. Uh, so where did you go to college? Um, Fort Lauderdale. I went to the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale. Oh, don't, I don't know. If Art it's... Basel diva. Yeah, Lauderdale. Oh my god! I used to get blackout drunk and go to Art Basel and just stare at the food court, thinking it was an art exhibit, and just staring at children with no eyebrows and bright green hair, being like, "You're not real." Oh Lord! <laughs> oh my gosh! It was bad. Do but... you have to get good grades in art school, or is that considered like artistic to fail your classes? Oh wow! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone like. 
But also, it's how my do you thesis to flunk out, and you're like, I guess you get an A. How do you? Yeah, like how do you grade the teacher art? slow claps? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how you do it, kid. She, she's like, it's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I guess you have to do it like you have to meet deadlines and like produce work, but you can't really like put right, a put yeah. a thing on what the work can be. Right. I just remember being in like acting school and them like giving us notes and grading us on like our acting ability. But I was like, well, your interpretation of the scene isn't the same way. I'm interpreting it. Well, I think they probably could unanimously agree about your acting ability. I was a stunning star, a diva. <laughs> they were like, can you be louder? Can you up? And I was like, I'm trying. <laughs> That's where you trying. Do you know what <laughs> Um, I know a couple songs from okay, it. Good, good, good. <laughs> a couple songs like How that. How dare gravity. you? <laughs> Okay, so wait, Florida, Florida. Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> what made you move from Florida to Atlanta? Uh, well, actually, I'm. Moved... And where are you from in North Carolina? Because that's like a whole. That's like those are some iconic places. So here's the here's the timeline. Yeah, give us so... the give us the jush, yawn. <laughs> so, <laughs> baby, me grew up in Florida, and then when I was a teenager, my parents moved us to North Carolina to get away from hurricanes and the gays. Rock, the hurricane of gays. Can you imagine that? It's like, yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Where um, in North Carolina? Raleigh Durdom? Uh, no, inland. Uh, Asheville, Hendersonville. Oh! Yeah. Don't they float down the river in Asheville? Uh, yeah, um, that's part of the Fourth of I, July. I, they they do have a big river that goes through there, but nobody really goes into that one that I know of. Um, you're thinking of like the Chattahoochee, which is kind of in Chattahoochee. Um, where is that Chattanooga? Oh, okay. And then it goes down to Atlanta, so that's a big thing. Is people go tubing, and you know, just get drunk and do Molly and go down the river. They go um, tubing. Tubing. Yeah, I played a um. I played a show at a gay bar in Asheville, a tiny gay bar, and a man proposed marriage to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> it had like a name like Rick's or like- uh, Chuck's. Oh, Henry's? Yeah. Oh, Henry's! Yes. That was my first bar that I really? ever performed at, and they were like, we're not paying you the full billing after like my first performance. <laughs> You can, work, you, you can you work like, your way up to $50. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you watch that video of that drag queen at the brunch, like, almost falling off the Yes, thing? I was so worried. Where but was that at? It, uh, wherever she's was from. Was that Chicago? No, it was Minnesota, Chicago. Milwaukee. <laughs> it looked like it was, like, the balcony it in It was. Chicago. The video second cut. Floor. The video cut, uh, right, as I she was, like, know. falling, it cut, right? But then they, it they, actually didn't cut. The person just went like that, and there's a longer video oh, where it goes back because oh, okay. she catches herself oh, and pulls God. herself <laughs> up. Um... I cannot remember her name. Just an update. She is that. alive, but we are living. Yeah. But we are living. Everyone was like, is she okay? And I was like, unfortunately. Stop. <laughs> okay, so, oh, Henry's. Back next week, Diva. Um, wait, so, but if you moved away from there, did you end up going back? Or you? Oh, you moved away from... I moved away when I was a teenager, and then I turned 17, moved to Fort Lauderdale for college, and then I started working for this costume designer who traumatized me, and oh, then no. uh, I moved back when I was 23. To the Asheville area. For, to live with my parents, and then I had to work my way back up through living in Hendersonville to Asheville, and then Atlanta, and Got then it. Dragula. And what brought you to Atlanta? Um, well, I didn't- Big city, big dream. It was the big city full of possibilities, <laughs> the Turner Building. <laughs> 
Adult Swim, all those things just at the picking, but. Um, yeah, it was. It is there. Yeah. I forgot that me and bitch went to that office. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, you could see the building from I eighty five. Um, and you know, love I eighty five. My mm-hmm. favorite eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So was Wait. there like was there like a show <laughs> or a queen or something in Atlanta? It was when... Brigitte Bidet and she was working <laughs> at what was that place called? Roshlands. What is it? Roshlands. No. Um, and you were like, I gotta go there. That's the ticket. Actually. This is going to make me sound like such a hypocrite. Um, I actually moved to be closer to my friend, Bitch Puddin. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) We were friends at the time, and I was like, wow, this person is so cool and amazing. I want to be closer and involved. And when when I thought that, she was cool. No, no, no. She she had this, like, (laughs) character that you couldn't understand. I know, you just did a whole Instagram story. Oh, thank you, Daddy. Not not even like that, but yeah, she she did talk like that, but that was cool to me. Yeah. Like, you couldn't understand her. She's like an alien. She would just, like, give you a look and be like, Oh, boo-boo, Daddy. (laughs) <laughs> and then you have you like, ever heard bitch fuck? talk like that no oh sometimes she'll she'll still do it sometimes but her whole thing when she was like earlier she was always like hi I'm bitch porn I'm a good child I like like she that was the character how was your Dragula experience I like talking to all the girls and seeing how they experienced it um I had probably the best experience you can have on that show it was like summer camp for me yeah i had never been around people who valued the things that i valued in drag before i met dolly victoria james and everybody so it was great it was all fun and games until you know the competition started to get into my head and it's terrible what these competition shows do to a person's psyche Uh um just putting your art on a value scale of, oh, well, I forgot to paint this one thing, so it's not as good as the other person's, and then you start to devalue what you did in the first place, and it's just awful when you leave it and you feel like somebody's better than you or that you're better than somebody, conversely. It, it's, it's, it's bad on the art competition. Do you well T. Yeah, I mean that that that's such like a uh that's such a great assessment of what these shows are. Every competition show. Now we all know like there's such an obsessive nature surrounding especially the drag shows and like with drag race everyone sort of knows like oh they're sequestered and they can't talk to anyone. Are you I mean I don't know if you're allowed to talk about this and maybe we can cut this I'm out. I'm not on contract anymore. So, so everything but you guys when you guys were filming you weren't sequestered and like there was time in between stuff when you were able to interact. And I know like you guys talked about there was some challenge or whatever where like you had to rehearse outside of the show and they weren't filming and you had to like do stuff and like people were juggling jobs and other like that's more challenging. Yeah. And um, do you like were you able to process a lot of that stuff when you weren't filming or did it feel like people know that? I feel like we can say this. When the show isn't filming for your season, the girls were all, all basically living in the same house. Yes. Right. I think everyone kind of knew that. 
Yes. But they weren't they never filmed at the house. No. no. They were just like putting people up at the house. Which yeah. is a shame because they missed out on stuff all the drama. All of our emotional um work And they provided is. a therapist to live in the house with you to help God. you process everything. They provided us with ramen Aww. and snacks. <laughs> 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 Therapy, you know That's that would have been you. great. That would have yeah. been great, but <laughs> <laughs> But you were you judge were you juggling a job? And doing the show at the same time. Oh, no, I quit my job. And okay. you moved up here for yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's how you two ended up living together, But you right? didn't live with me during the show. No. No. I she... kind of didn't have a plan when I left for Dragula, so thank you for catching me. No problem. Just... I, yeah, you and Bitch always say thank you, but I was like, I literally had nothing to do with it. Well, thanks, It felony. was felony. It was yeah. just like, these people are going to move in with us. And I was like, all right, whatever. Oh, yeah, because Bitch lived there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then Meg was sleeping on the sofa for a minute. Yeah. We had like a house of like eight people. It How was... incredible that like that, especially that season, like so many people. I mean, well, I guess it's just you and bitch, really. Oh, James moved here recently. Oh, really? Yeah, James yeah. finally moved here. Got it. She lives downtown now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She yeah, loves it. I live she's, doing, she's doing great. <laughs> she's doing great. And I heard she makes music. Yeah. 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 She had a full album that came out. Damn. Yeah. You should look up um, You're Not My Daddy. You. Are you my dad? Are you are, my daddy? <laughs> you are not. My daddy. <laughs> do you like the what? What would you say? What what drag scene are you into? Atlanta, Los Angeles, Chicago, uh, O Henry's Bar in Asheville, North Carolina. Nothing will ever beat O Henry's Bar. <laughs> <laughs> they have a nice dressing room in the back, though. It's pretty spacious, but in the winter, it's oh, not God, insulated, it's so you're oh, basically. Oh, I would love it. I yeah. would love you would it. be great. My bony ass, though, is just. <laughs> we get it. Wait, you're where skinny. were we just together? Where it was like cold, and I was standing outside in like a t-shirt, just like I'm sweating. Was it, it the was, Midwest? Somewhere? It was. It was a, Nina West. Nina West Club. Access. Exist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that Wait, was a fun one. That was good. And we like ran across the street to yeah. the other bar, and they're like, "Y'all want to do numbers?" And we were both like, "Why not? Just get me a tequila." You got yeah, my check. in Columbus. They <laughs> Wait, you got my. They're like, "You can do a different song." And I was like, "You have my track. <laughs> I'm not changing. I'm not <laughs> doing <laughs> nothing." They own like a a bunch of stuff over there in Columbus. Oh God, so, Columbus was so fun. From Dragula and from Drag Queen of the Year, I got uh, you and just of your general art and being on the internet, but you like book out of town. You travel. Oh, you've, she flies. You've stepped, you've, uh, what, do, what does the what's the famous drag queen say? You've stepped, stepped your, your pussy, pussy up. up. I think I did, and thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm very how does lucky. That, how does that feel? Um, I don't realize how lucky I am sometimes when I'm complaining about every little thing, but I am very lucky. Um, it feels... As close as I think I'll ever get to being a rock star, um, I guess. Do you bring the stilts <laughs> that... with you? Can yes. You, well, you check them? Yeah, it's a big fucking hassle because them alone is like 49 pounds, so it's you, you just got to find Two which, bags. which pair of, yeah, and then, you know, club promoters want to nickel and dime you on everything. Sure. They want the most, so... They can they can afford it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they 100% can yeah. afford it. For yeah. sure. Do you find that when you travel out of town, people are... Are people still surprised at what you deliver as a live performance? Yeah. Do you see a lot of, like, shocked faces when you're like, 
It's going to be scary, Diva. <laughs> you didn't know what you were getting. I get a lot of people who come up to me and say they've never been to a drag show before, but I'm like the best one that they've ever seen, which I'm like, that doesn't feel good. Never, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it would feel good. I mean, what you do is so different than like a normal uh, drag performance. You use props, you use the stilts, your costumes are pretty much specifically for the song that you're doing. You know what I mean? Like it's all, you're giving like full performances where you're not just like, I don't know, unfortunately I'm going to say it, in a cat suit walking back and forth. Well, I did see you in a not. cat suit recently at a performance of Scats, yes. which Alaska put on downtown. We wow. did Scats yeah. together. And you came out in a green morph suit with ping pong balls <laughs> glued to no, you. No, she came out in a white cat suit and oh, then revealed to, to uh, the, the green. green no, the other way. The other way. Oh, right, right, screen. right. And then revealed to the cat suit. And, and then you I had the ghosts come out. So smart. You know what? Bitch pudding has never looked better than when With the sheet on her head. How dare you? I'm a haunt you, daddy. Is this a read on our guest? You're putting on hand sanitizer? No. <laughs> Wash your hands. What's everyone. insulting Everybody. is she makes eye contact me while she does it. Cough into <laughs> your arm, arm sleeve, your elbow, and uh, oh, you're out. Um, yeah, I just think it's fascinating because the same thing happened at the pageant where people you were competing against at the drag queen of the year were like classic pageant queens, uh, you know, divas who were out there doing cat, 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 death drop, slam, you know, dance routines, uh -huh. people who were in rhinestoned gowns. People like lit, uh, live singing. Right. And then you did exactly what you do and turned looks that you turn like. When you had that circus come out from beneath you. <laughs> yeah. So Abora comes out and she's in a big, long uh, black and white striped gown. And so it looks like a circus tent because she's on stilts. And then the next thing you know is like Halloween comes out and she's like got her face full of needles and is like pulling them on strings. You just had like all these freaks come out and walk around, which was not like represented on that stage at all that night besides you. Huh. Which and I then you snatched the crown. You yeah. won ten thousand dollars that night. I will I was I, I well it wasn't even on my mind. I didn't even think winning was possible for me. What I, happened when you got top three? I I mean a little? I <laughs> I kind of I I was I was kind of frustrated with the whole situation. What? But no, I was I was glad. I was very I I, I I was surprised. I was surprised. I was caught off guard. But why frustrated? Why why would you say that you were frustrated about women? I just felt like there were so many people that were deserving and I but really yeah, at the time I was I you name we, one. Actually don't. I can't even remember but I will say that, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will say that like here's the thing is like I can only remember two other people's actual performances. And like of the night, I remember you walking on and answering the questions. I remember <laughs> you coming out in the leopard look. I remember your performance. You know what I mean? I like, I remembered every part of your package, I guess is what it's called. And everyone else's, I could only remember small portions of. Hmm. So well, I think overall, like you got you, the win because you earned it and you worked for it. Well, I'm not disagreeing with that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I don't want to be misconstrued. Um, uh, I just, you know, I, I, I wanted everyone, I wanted everyone to win. I, I did. And um, what a pageant answer! 
Yes, that's me. Sorry, <laughs> pageant answer. So, uh, I, uh, I know, I'm so fucking phony. God damn it. Um, <laughs> God, what a fucking phony. Uh, so... I just think it's cool that Alaska set out to have a pageant that, that was, was cool. meant to represent all of the parts of drag that exist, including things we see in regular pageants and things we don't. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was cool that uh, by no, by no um, trickery, trickery or, or, shenanigiggery or, or whatever, that the numbers didn't lie. And a panel of judges that included people like who famous on Drag Race was like, I don't, I don't like, like messy queens. queens. I, I don't, don't like scary, scary queens. Queen. You know, whatever. I don't like manly queens. And, like, <laughs> and amongst that group of people, you were able to make the biggest impression and the math was right and real. And it, you know, like that's sickening to me. We have to bleep out <laughs> I like that. Okay, it's time for us to take a quick break. 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 It's You're wicked. Flat. You're flat. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we are if back. I, if we're back. Gonna bring me back. You took a breath. You sound just like Idina Menzel. <laughs> Asthma. Okay, I I don't know why I keep on Menzel. I keep on dragging her, but like I truly She's enjoy truly her. Truly iconic. She sings the song in Frozen. Yes. Uh -huh. If I did a bar show of <laughs> Wicked where I, we were all drunk, it was called Drunk Wicked. Well, uh -huh. you, I guess you're. Not well, I would pretend. You would pretend to be drunk. Tricked. Tr tricked. <laughs> you all got tricked into coming. Wait, are you? Uh, do no, you refund. not drink, or are you sober? And is it new? I'm recently trying out this sober thing, and I've been loving it. Um, loving I it. Don't say things I regret at bars to people that I shouldn't say them to. So on and so forth. It's been great. That's awesome. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. I am not sober, but I've <laughs> learned to Famously. not get Famously as not drunk so. as I used to. <laughs> and now I only drink if I'm like in drag, oh. which is weird. But but it's part of your method. It's like fine now. Yeah. I, yeah. It's. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Wait, no. If yeah. I did, if I yeah. did, if I did yeah. a bar, wicked, yeah. would you would you be in it? I would be in it on it. Would you all play a half it. goat man? I'd play whatever you oh, wanted me. Oh, that's a good role for a whatever yeah. you needed. I'm literally casting it. I Nessa, want Vicky Vox. Listen, Nessa, I've I got something to confess. confess. A reason why, why, why I asked you here tonight. tonight. Thank you. And I only okay. Um, so now we're gonna have some awesome pitch it. We should do drunk wicked. I know, but I'm thinking at the Cavern Club. Oh yeah, but then you'd have Ooh, to like write real, a real yeah, thing. I know, but I kind of want to write challenge. that. Yeah, that's a good challenge. For I got nothing but time. Um, not doing anything this not, summer. Truly not doing any. Well, once the makeup comes out, that's gonna be it. Wow, the soundscape. Do you guys hear that? Food, Food break. break. Um, these are from Melanie. Her Instagram is at Little Red Rights. W R I T E S. These are and my favorite. She favorites. sent us a bunch of stuff from uh, Australia. Down under. 
which I've had Tim Tams before, so I'm very excited. Oh, well, have one. Well, you're oh, okay. I, I was going to wait. But... And she wrote this Thank cute you. little note. Um, so under the Tim Tams, she put a star, which mm. denotes nothing, I guess. And Holy it just fuck. says, I only sent original flavor because they're the best. If you like them, I'll send you other ones. There's Holy other shit. flavors. Keep them coming. Can you do anything called a Tim Tam Slam, but it's really not as fun as it sounds? A Tim Tam Slam. What's a Tim Tam Slam? She oh, describe it. Maybe it just means when you eat them hard. Okay. And then the other thing <laughs> that we're going to open, she sent a lot of snacks, so thank you, is the Iced Vovo. Now, an Iced Vovo. So sexy. It's very important that you eat the biscuit cookies first, and oh. then the chocolate is a marketing ploy. The biscuits have been around forever. Uh. These are the biscuits. You're holding the chocolate. I predict yeah. that Meatball will hate the chocolate. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Okay, so let's do the... Well, maybe we should wait on the. Yeah, let's just eat the So now we're going to eat the Tim Tam. I'm going to let you know what it's all about. Now, I've had these before, and I know that I love them. There's a very serious warning label on these Tim Tams that says there is no substitute. It's very dire. Oh my god, it's so good. When but I believe fly, it. when you fly into Australia, like the duty free spot is just walls of Tim Tams. <laughs> the Tim Tam. You aisle. were just in Australia, weren't you? I was like Did you hold six a months ago. I held a koala. It what was, was so, that like? It was like holding a little Danny DeVito. It was so <laughs> cute. <laughs> Danny DeVito. He was like, hey. Keep me company and safe and warm. And oh I was like, God. you got it, Danny. To be Love here. a Tim Tam. So, do you want to do the <laughs> so Vegemite good. shapes? Well, I brought those out because I figured they would be the like another, like a non-chocolate. Yeah. Mm. These are okay. little packages. Tim Tams, 10 out of 10. If 10 we out can of get 10. them in America, if you want to send us more flavors, Miss Melanie, you go right on ahead, little red rights. Mm, this, is a, this is a snack called Shapes. It's called Vegemite Shapes. Well, no, I think it's called Shapes. And then it's flavored is Vegemite and cheese. Yes. She said someone's going to yell at her for not sending the pizza shapes, but I like these better. I, As I recall, I don't like Vegemite, but I'm going to go in. Who were you in, in Australia with? Um, Share a needle. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, oh, wait a minute. Wait, are you friends with Sharon needles? Uh, oh, you like these shapes? Uh, it's complicated. Oh, you called her a Nazi? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, you did. You dragged her. You dragged her at the pageant. And she was a judge, and you still won. You, you said called it, her a fucking Nazi. You said it on stage, right? Into a microphone? You said it out loud? To Jackie Beat, too. <laughs> <laughs> Who might be Who? Jewish? <laughs> Um, I have a running joke with Jackie Beat where I pretend to not know her and she acts like she's never met me. It's but a fun joke. I don't know that she's not it's acting. a joke for her. <laughs> oh, I, it's 100% not. She's not <laughs> acting. <laughs> I like these shapes. Oh, Now, I know that I don't like Vegemite, mm. but I love those little Vegemite shapes. Give me some of that Vegemite. I love these shapes. It's interesting. I love these shapes. Very different, interesting, Dinners. unusual. How, you have a pretty good Australian yeah, You, you watch Kath and Kim? I, oh, yeah, I love Catholic Kim. Oh, it's different. Don't, wait, it's what unusual. She like, stop it. Stop. Wait, what is she <laughs> She says stop. But she's like, stop, stop. She oh, no, she goes, look at my. Look at my. Kim, look at my. Look at my. Look at my. Did you know there was an American version of Catholic Kim that almost came out? With... Well, it did come out. It, they canceled it after a couple episodes. Oh, really? Selma Blair, Selma Molly Blair. Shannon. It had all the ingredients to be great, but. It just didn't work? It didn't work? Damn. Just like mom. The show that's been I running for eight years on that. CBS. I think it's still on. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Did you know that there is a show on CBS or one of them that's literally called God Friended Me? 
Yeah. And it's about a guy. Okay, I'm just making sure I that I saw the billboard for that. Peppermint's on it. I can't so imagine. Just re-ask the same yeah. conversation. Peppermint's imagine. on it. Do you know Wicked? <laughs> Have you fisted anyone? No. Oh, okay. So it's now time for our next story, which is called, or our next segment, which is called Fuck Talk. Talk! And mine relates Ooh. to the question Meatball just asked. Yeah. What is it? Also, I want everyone to know that I am now, now that we've had the silicone dick, I'm still looking for one that's bigger. But now my new question oh, is, if someone we're gonna do would this. like to get fisted in front of us, we're gonna do I would like to do a play-by-play of how, how you're fisted. So if you have a setup at your house and you and a willing partner want to do a fisting demonstration, Meatball and I will wear hazmat suits fully and sit I was a few I was feet away from the SWAT shield so I could watch through the glass. <laughs> um, and I would gladly do the demonstration. I just don't want to do anything remotely sexual in the same room as Meatball. Yeah, I never want to see that happen. But I want, and then we'll talk about it, and then we can do like a other. we can do like a post. You wouldn't be able to talk and do it at the same. Time. Well, you know, I can hold a mic and. Get oh, it. we're giving the play-by-play. It looks like James is going in deep. James. James. Oh, I don't know why that popped into my head. Um. So, but uh, my f- so uh, call to action for anyone out there who wants to get fisted. Please on live, air. Please live in LA. You're not coming to my house. <laughs> yeah, you should host. Please move to LA. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that you are rich enough to have a sex dungeon. Yeah, you host in your playroom. We'll bring like sparkling water and maybe some Tim Tams or yeah, we'll something. We'll bring snacks. We'll yeah. bring theme snacks. And the, I will tell sauce. you, I've been to a few fisting parties. What? <laughs> oh, they're real fun. Where like people. <laughs> You know, people oh. have like four or five guys to their house, usually an even number, so everyone can pair off. Um, with oh, different sized arms. I thought it was like <laughs> one guy, five arms. No, Ooh, this one's just right. <laughs> and, and but the Goldie snacks, box. the snacks are always like a big thing because all the everyone has like fully cleaned out their entire system, so they need something that like just gives them a little bit of energy, like but like survive. <laughs> so what not. are the snacks? Like gummy candies and like fruit. People, a lot of bottoms eat yogurt because it doesn't turn mm. into anything. It just stays yogurt. Well, it, no, it, your body <laughs> absorbs it all. Uh, mm. So, huh. so snacks are a big thing in the fisting community. Hmm. So, this is my story. Not during. Oh, okay. I hope my dad's listening. This is my story. He is. I had texted him. <laughs> Tune in. This is my story. When I was in New York, I went to yes, these Tim Tams. Yeah. I went to this guy's house to fist him. And when I showed up, he was like, this is the address. And I was like, okay. And then I was running late because I got stopped on the L train. And I kept texting him because the L train is under construction. And I was like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. Like, it looks like it's being like 10 minutes in between each stop. Like, he was like, don't worry. I know what's going on with the train. And then he like texted me a photo of like, I've got the sling set up. And it was like in a completely empty apartment, like an empty living room. And he told me like, come to the basement unit. And I was like, okay. Landlord. And when I got there, the apartment, there was nothing in the apartment. He had a blow-up mattress on the floor. He he had a table with his laptop on it playing music. And then he had a sling. He didn't want you knowing where he actually lived. And then when I started fisting him, he started making a lot of noise. And then it was like, like, I kid you not, literally it was like, uh, uh, and then he went, ah, fuck! Like, it was so loud, like, so insanely loud that I was like, like, first when he was being vocal, I was like, this is hot. 
this is hot. And then it was like, this is making me uncomfortable. And we were like in the ground floor apartment. I'm like, I heard pe- I heard cars driving by. I heard people talking out on the street. I'm like, I know that they're walking past this apartment hearing like, fuck yeah, man. Oh, fuck. Like, it was so loud. And so when we were done, Listen, I said- Sometimes you're loud. I said to him, I was like, um, In New York, you're loud. I was like, so I'm just going to make an assumption that you own this entire building and no one is upstairs. And he was like, that's right. We're renovating the whole building. My husband and I live in the carriage house in the back. Uh, and he was like, I use this. Like a sex bed. He was like, we use this for Airbnb usually. Right now, the whole apartment is empty. Yeah, we give him a desk and a, a bed. No, he's and like, a we're, slight discount we're renovating. <laughs> he's like, we're renovating now, so I'm able to use the space. But he was like literally so loud where everything else was really hot, but like- he was like, next time you're in New York, let me know. And I was kind of like, I don't think I will. <laughs> you were so loud. That's, I mean, yeah, I guess I could. Like, yeah, I like vocal. I don't, yeah, I that's like vocal, but I don't like when they're like, yes, oh yeah, give it to me, dad. Also, dad. Is your hang up that you thought you were hurting him? No, I, I was like, like it's noise. too loud. Oh, okay. I was like, it, it felt like I was like, there's no way this could be natural. Listen, oh. here's the Oh, he was putting on a show. Well, he was like, ah! was He like, knew he had the space. <laughs> too loud. He knew he had the space and he wanted to hear the echo. He Me. was just like, ah! <laughs> I knew he that was really was hitting it. Me, um, me saying it's too loud. I uh I didn't realize how loud I was, but then um I guess I'm loud, but to me I'm like I thought I was just like, huh, like a normal volume until uh, I, one morning there was people like gardening and like the people doing the lawn and stuff, and uh, they heard me making a lot of noise at hey, my new uh, house. We're just checking in. Were uh, you saying any okay. words? No, it was all just like moaning. So it was like very obvious. But like uh, our room is all windows, so there was no way that they didn't hear. And we were at the front of the house, right where they were. And I was just like, oh. And so then I started trying to time it with when the blower was going. <laughs> so that you could do the blower at the same time? Yeah. Blowy for the blow. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going, uh, 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 breakfast. <laughs> just, try, just trying to say normal words. <laughs> uh, uh, where's the mail? <laughs> uh, uh, did you pay the cable? But I don't understand why people feel like they need, like, I don't know, like when sex is happening to me. Happening? Okay. Oh, you poor victim. <laughs> I don't, I, just whatever is happening is happening. And, I, like, if I don't feel like talking, I'm not going to, like, be forcefully being like, yes, I love it! <laughs> I think Please I've said, say that. I think time. I've said this before. Put it I, in my behold! I like verbal people during sex. Like, I like yeah, hearing you say, like, oh, yeah, or whatever. I am silent. I, like, can't. Oh form a word and if i do it immediately takes me out of it because of the focus thing because you're like focusing not even focus it's just like i feel stupid when Mm -hmm. i say like we are sex Mm. now dick and mouth you like penis yeah exactly i'm like no like when dudes are like like oh fuck (laughs) you know you love that tell me how much you love that fat dick you're just like like, it's not even that it's always the i actually like like it normal size dicks who are like you like that big dick and you're just like I mean, yeah, I guess, but it's not that. This is my this is my favorite move. I like when guys want me to talk while I'm giving them head. I like sucking your average size. So I just go like this, little skinny. I respond with the dick in my mouth, and I go like, (laughs) 
That's right. And then baby. I'm like, now I don't have to say the actual word. <laughs> I can just go, oh, oh yeah, daddy. Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then I just turned into bitch pudding. <laughs> <laughs> um, take the dick out of your mouth before you start talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> do you? So in your in your, do you have any crazy sex stories in your LA shenanigans? Oh God, I probably should have prepared one before I came here in New York. You know the drill. It's okay. You're the douche. Same podcast. You're cleaned out. Together. Um, hmm. You're all clean. Um, God, I can't think. She's not a bottom. I can't think of a, um. That's fine. We can I, listen to a voicemail. We, I and if one... have a voicemail that I yeah. don't remember listening to this one, but I'm going to play it anyway. Hi, Meatball. Hi, Big Dipper. I have to call in because this literally just happened to me. So I'm at a conference and there was this guy and he and I have been flirting pretty much the entire night. And it got to the point where he invited me back to his room. So I was like, ah, uh, yes time to get some bucket in and we get up there and things are starting to get okay like we're making out pretty hard we're both naked at this point and it's going pretty well until the fact that he can't get his dick up at all like it was bad and he kept trying to fuck me but couldn't even get hard enough to put it inside of me and it was just it just kept spiraling out of nowhere and eventually I got a point where I'm like, hey, let me just jerk you off so you can maybe just come and then you can jerk me off. But that wasn't going to happen first of all because my boner was completely point. dead. There was nothing to go with this. Shake hands. So I'm trying to jerk him off and he keeps like laying literally on top of me to the point where I can't even get my hand in between the two of us to jerk us off. Wait, what? And he's still trying to come. He's saying he's close. He's close. He said he was close for like an hour at this point. No! And eventually got to the point where I just said, all right, you know what? We're done. You're not getting off for (laughs) whatever reason. I'm not getting off. (laughs) I'm going to just peace out. And to make matters worse, he is having the main moderation of the panel for the conference I'm at tomorrow morning. So I'm either just going to skip it or just pretend that nothing even happened. You sit right, front row sure and you stare him dead in the eyes. Without a doubt, the me. worst oh, right. sexual experience <laughs> I have ever had in my entire life. Thanks. Bye. I say go look him in the eye. I say go <laughs> get hard and just shake your package yeah, out with your like hard dick. Yeah, sit in dick. the front row with your legs open a little bit. No, also, I just want to say I am a huge fan of making the phone call to our voicemail immediately after the thing happened. Yeah. So uh, if anyone like listening, in the hallway hearing yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> Any, <laughs> anyone who's having a bad experience or a crazy experience, call us immediately. Call us at 213-536-9180 or 1-800-WICKED. I just thought of something. Um, uh, the last crazy sex capade I had was during DragCon New York. Oh, um, in Geesh. Actually, yeah. I <laughs> I pick up a lot of guys in drag. That is That's so, so insane. What? Clown fuckers, all of them. Yeah. Like literal clown They're fuckers. like, stick that beak in my ass. I think so. <laughs> Wait, think so, okay. If I so, was into birds. <laughs> I mean... Who is a bird? Uh, so you you picked up someone in drag. It was um, DragCon. Yeah. Um... The crazy part wasn't even that I was in drag. It was that I was in drag and I had just gotten out of the jacuzzi in drag at Suzanne Barsh's on top. Oh, oh, on top. oh so you were in wet so drag. I'm so, my pads absorbed everything. Actually, I was naked at that point because I didn't put my clothes back on. Oh, so that's so, how you picked me Were you just walking around naked in face? Yeah. Or like a panty? I had boxers on. Oh, okay. That's yeah. fine. 
But the weird part was I brought him back to my friend's apartment who only had a pull-out couch and a twin size, a half a twin sized oh, inflatable no. mattress. So we had, we had sex on the couch. And then afterwards, I was like, you can sleep on the blow up and I'll take the couch. And he was just like, oh, fine. <gasps> asshole. Oh, he stayed <laughs> over. And then yeah, he took, honestly, like, it's not up to you to like have him stay over. How you was the sex? Did, but it was all right. It was pretty good. And you kept your me. makeup on? Um, yeah, on, all the way through. It and was you weird just that he didn't... kept cawing at him the whole time. <laughs> so it was <laughs> it was weird that he what? Uh, I turned to him and I go, "Suck this big cloaca, honey." Oh no. <laughs> There's a drag queen named Cloaca that lives in San oh, Francisco. Stop, really? She was very fun. Um, I was going to say about the voicemail that uh, uh, I feel like if your dick is not getting hard for whatever reason, don't force it. Lie and say you're getting close. Just be like, "Hey, I'm not getting hard today. Let me blow you." Him, like there's hmm. plenty of other things. There's I, so many other things you can. And do. I know that I've had sexual experiences with people where I'm not like rock hard the entire time, but I'm still enjoying it. Yeah. Sometimes your body just like doesn't cooperate that yeah. day. And that's no one's fault, but your own. But your own. <laughs> it's no one's fault, but your DNA and your biology. <laughs> Is it a little? Doesn't it make you feel a little self conscious when you're with somebody and they can't get it up? You're like, yeah. Damn, am I not? Yeah, it does. But also, if they're still like. I can't get hard, but like I want to do all this other stuff. I'm, like, I'm like, do yeah, it, then Diva. you're still in to it. Especially, so that's good. But if he's like, I can't get hard, I'm sorry, you just have to leave, then that's worse because it's like, I'm just not interested. Especially, but if, if they like want I'm you to stick around and try. But if, if they can't get hard and it's causing you to not get hard, then just leave. Just call the whole thing off. Well, and let's call the whole thing, thing off. off. Well, yeah. this turned into a singing podcast. Thank you so much for coming. Thank aboard. you for having so me. Did you did you say exactly what you set out to say in our very linear line of questioning and a <laughs> narrative uh, listening experience? Yes. For Is the there audience? anything you want to promote? Um, nope. Don't follow me. Look out, look out for her new album. Oh yeah, yeah. You make it hard to follow you. Don't Your follow Instagram me. name changes all the time. Don't follow me. What is it now? Abora underscore dot, dot com. Dot com. It's gonna be dot gov when this comes yeah, out. <laughs> Aborha dot gov. Um. Yeah. And if you are following me, um, unfollow, please. Thank you. I'm trying to get these numbers to go a day. day? I'm looking for a steep decline in my <laughs> engagement. That's what they call it, right? Yeah. Well, Meatball, we made it. Yeah. However crazy, insane, and unfocused this episode was. It was all, we were all cranked on coffee. We tim-tammed it to the end. Thank you for the tim-tams. All right. Thank you, everybody. You can follow me at Fat Drag Meatball on uh, Twitter and Spiciest Meatball on Instagram. And you can follow Big Dipper at Big Dipper Jelly on everything. And thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds here on Forever Dog. We want your suggestions for our food breaks so you can send us things we can eat. Uh, you can DM us at Sloppy Pod on Instagram or send us an email at SloppySecondsPod at gmail.com. And don't forget to call in with your fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, forever. Da -da 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 -da. Forever <laughs> dog. I'm having a stroke. Bow. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a Forever Dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our logo art was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. Forever. Forever.